0: can you blow my whistle baby whistle baby let me know girl i'm gonna show you how to do it and we start real slow you just put your lips together and you come real close hello and welcome to another exciting installment of the bad wolf podcast i'm martin and i'm joined as always by my good friend jared <laughs> Jared, it's been a while, mate. I know, right? I know. It's like being forever. It's like you
1: called me up and said, let's meet up. I was like, let's have You said let's have food. And I was like, yes.
0: Yeah, so we had lunch. We've not seen each other for a while. It's, it's unusual. We both we've been, barely spoken as well. Yeah,
1: we've both been so busy. You've been working, so I can't really speak to you that much because mm. you're working and it's just impossible for you to talk. And then you've been with your children and I've just been having no life at all whatsoever.
0: I know. I know. There was a moment where I got really happy where you walked in the pub earlier.
1: Oh, then, then, then it was to. Know. Then I saw you and I was like, oh, oh, okay. Damn, nothing's new. Oh,
0: but my good man, you just went to Amsterdam. How was that?
1: Oh, it was amazing. It's like literally been, was it two, two, no, three weeks? No, four weeks. Has it been four weeks already?
0: Yeah, it was so good. You're going back.
1: Ah, oh, yes, I'm going back in November. Actually, it might not be happening. Uh, I've been trying to book a hotel like, like on booking.com so you book the hotel and then you pay when you get there Yeah, but they've been trying to take the money out of, twice they tried to take the money out of my, my pay-to-go credit card Ooh. and because I have no money in my pay-to-go credit card it's been bouncing so they've been cancelling in the rooms and not telling me so I was like what the hell so if I can't and what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait till the actual when I fly out the, the few days i wait till I have the money then try to book a hotel if the hotel's well out of my price range I won't be able to go oh man so yeah, so I'm hoping I can, but if not, then not much I can do about it. I'm so, not going to complain. I can just holiday here.
0: This is completely impromptu. I am really impressed by your new professional office setup. Oh man, I love it so much. Dude. Like, I'm not even joking. He's got a proper mic boom on his desk. He's got three, what do you call it, drip, triple monitors? Yeah, triple monitors, but two are for my Mac and one is for the P- uh, Windows PC. It's incredible. It's such a great setup. you got like a desktop computer going there. There's transparency. You can see all the inner gears and workings.
1: Yes, I'm I'm actually... It's Mate. like, I, I was looking at a picture of it prior to it getting to what it was when I first got my laptop and I decided I'm going to, like start wall mounting my monitors, I'm going to have all cool monitors, it's going to be great, and then I changed the monitors, and then I got rid of the laptop, and then I moved over to a Mac when my brother got me the Mac, then I thought out of the blue I'm going to build myself a gaming PC, then I built the gaming PC, and then I moved my TV from where it was to where it is now, above my yeah, other two, two screens, and then I have the Mac, the TV on the desk, Mac, small TV on the desk, and my gaming PC, because i got a massive desk now. It's huge. It's
0: like a professional office.
1: Dude, I freaking love this. This is what I do. This is, I don't even want to go out. I, so, I get giddy when I get to work. I get to go home and just stare at this. It is amazing. I love it so
0: much. So, yeah, we don't really know what we're going to talk about with this episode. I've been watching the Doctor Who 1996 TV movie because it's picked up the Blu-ray because it was like a tenor. and there's some really fascinating extras on that about the making and the process of getting that production made so I was thinking that maybe for Christmas you me and Pete can get together and maybe discuss yeah,
1: that yeah 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 well you know Doctor Who the Christmas special is going to be coming out then yeah you so, excited like, yeah you know what? For once, I am actually excited because it looks like it's going to be worthwhile.
0: Yeah, David Bradley looks great. He, of course, he done he done a great job of doing. Adventure, space, and time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and um, playing what's his name who done the first Doctor? You know, him William Hartnell. Really. Yeah. Thank you, and he portrayed him so well. So um, I'm actually really excited about. Yeah, that.
0: and he's just signed up to Big Finish. Oh yes, he from did January, that. Yeah, he's got some stories. Yeah. The whole cast from Adventure in Space and Time, they're going to be doing the first Doctor range. That
1: will be amazing. I can't wait to hear it. I can't. I, I, you know, I think he's I think he's a brilliant actor anyway, because, you know, Game of Thrones, mm. um, Harry Potter, amongst many other things that I cannot remember off the top of my he's head. He's
0: always playing cantankerous people that aren't very likeable. Yeah, they. But true. by all reports, he's the loveliest man in the world. Yeah, he's, like, really nice. I kind of like, find that. But that's, that's the
1: way with actors. Yeah, like, yeah. most people who play really up their own ass type characters that you just want to detest are really nice in person
0: apparently Joffrey's really nice yeah I heard that he's a a
1: lovely person a lovely a lovely person it's like it's it's that way it's like it
0: takes that sometimes to get a really good dramatic role you need a comedian Hmm. look how many great dramatic roles Robin Williams turned in yeah and sometimes you, you need that clown just to flip it around and I saw uh, Victoria and Abdul oh, so last week. I have week. to
1: sort stop that. You need a clown to switch it round.
0: Wow, you <laughs> don't even know Put it. down a shirt <laughs> I saw Victoria and Abdul last week. And Eddie Izzard gives an amazing, serious, dramatic performance in that. As Bertie. The, the, like the eldest of the Queen's kids who wants her dead. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's such a sweet film, actually. And it's, it's basically a story that none of us knew until Abdul's diaries were found in 2010.
1: Oh, my God, I didn't know that. Because, yeah,
0: Bertie had everything destroyed, any sort of trace that he was ever around.
1: Oh, but they found those. Yeah.
0: Nice. So, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not really a fan of the monarchy, but this film was just... It's a good, well-made film. Yeah, but it has some some really good, like, mm. actors and actresses in it. Ideal so. actors in it. He's yeah. great. As always, he gives a really great, solid performance. He adds humour and just a pathos to this role that... A lesser actor probably wouldn't have brought that sort of gravitas to it. Yeah, well, you know, it, you know, with age comes experience. I guess so. Like,
1: like we're saying now, we're both thirty-five and <laughs> we don't have no experience, inexperienced.
0: So I also
1: saw Stranger Things recently. I, I don't that. even want to go into it with you, man. You
0: upset me so much with that. I
1: don't want to. Don't want to, want to join the high train? Too many people are
0: saying it's great, and you know I don't want to join. I'll it. watch it. I liked it. What got me into it is I went to see it recently. And one of the kids from Stranger Things is in that. Oh, okay. And the person I went to see it with was like, "This is just like Stranger Things, but the film version." Mm. Then I checked out Stranger Things, and I was like, "This is this is amazing." Yes. So I'm looking forward to the second series. I saw the trailer last I was trying now. to
1: tell you. Oh, let's watch it. You need to watch it and I don't I really really tell you to do that because it's yeah. no point um, and you're like nah I don't want to join the hype train because I'm Martin the Grant you know what I mean I'm gonna I don't follow the norm I stick to my own path
0: big finish everyone and make an audio about my life there's only one man who can do it thank you very much thank you thank you oh, for the um, audio people I'm barring sorry <laughs>
1: um, but yeah um, Stranger Things is great I can't wait for the second season of that uh, what else have you been watching on the well
0: it was good it's not that scary but I enjoyed it And I found myself wishing it was a TV series.
1: I know people who were going mental about it. It's a good film. It's like, oh no, it was really scary. It was really scary. And I'm like, I don't do horrors. They overdo
0: CGI a bit. Uh, It's not scary at all. And... I kind of get the feeling that they expected you to have knowledge of Pennywise before you watch the film. Oh. Because there's a few things they don't explain. And if this is your first experience with the property, you're not necessarily going to know the characters. I felt that the character Mike was really underserved. In the book and in the original TV series, he experiences a lot of racism in the town. Yeah. And they don't show that at all in the film. Oh, okay. And I can go in 2017. You don't want to get a 12 year old actor in and have people shout the N word at him yeah. for like 16 weeks or yeah. whatever shooting. But yeah, they don't. The bully just sort of says, "Oh, we don't want you in our town," and then they beat him up. Oh, but okay. like, you don't really get the fact that it's that serious. Yeah. But yeah, that's my only niggle with it, really.
1: Oh, so you wanted more N words in it, you racist bastard.
0: Yeah, I wanted Tarantino to direct it. Oh no, God, no, that would have been horrible. So when you're in Amsterdam, you got a
1: tattoo. Yes, I did. I've got a tattoo uh, of an affinity sign with my daughter's first neck. Really, motherfucker? Really? I won't tell the story then if you're not that impressed.
0: Sorry, I was just a bit thirsty. I'm a bit thirsty, I should have fucking glassed you, you <laughs> know. Oh, you want a glass we just kiss? Our the British people are the only people that use glass as a verb. They give you the and kiss mouth. So, I'm sorry, mate. You got my full undivided attention. Go
1: fuck yourself with your full undivided attention, little prick. <laughs> All
0: right, yeah, you got a tattoo. That got me thinking. You're you're what they would call woke, right? You consider yourself... A
1: white person who says that makes me laugh. <laughs> okay, don't get me wrong. That is racist. And yes, I am racist. I I'm, I, wear, I wear that on my sleeve diligently. Um, but when a white person like
0: Martin says it, that <laughs> shit don't sound right, bro. <laughs> Well, you consider yourself an alright guy, right? What
1: do you mean I'm woke? Woke in what way? Because I got a tattoo. Do you know how many people get tattoos?
0: No, but I mean you you believe in equality and women should get the same as men. And of course I do. Disabled people shouldn't be barred from jobs or whatever. I believe that wholeheartedly. Okay, so that got me thinking about tattoos. Okay, so say you're seeing a woman. You've been with her about four years. It's going well. Yeah. And one day she comes to you and says, "Jared, you know I'm a big fan of Doctor Who. Yeah. What I want to get done is I want to have my whole body tattooed to look like Peter Capaldi. She's cleared it with Capaldi. He's fine with it. He sent her nudes, full-size nudes, of the back and front to be tattooed all down her. So, like, if she's wearing a bikini, on the bikini she'll have Capaldi's balls and dick hanging down. Her face will be Capaldi's face. What's your reaction to that?
1: What the <laughs> Dude, I do not know how to answer that. That was brilliant though no. don't know how to answer that i mean okay anybody who heard that question i i suggest you give me your answer what would you do i mean i believe in equality i believe that women if a woman wants to tattoo her neck or her face or things she can do whatever she yeah. likes. if i think if i still think she's beautiful then that's great i don't really care what they do because if i want a tattoo i want to be treated I don't like tit tattoos. I love them. I love them. Yeah? Across the chest, I love them. I love women with tattoos. I can't get enough of them. Oh, I like tattoos. I like no, women no, I with love tattoos. I love women with tattoos. Even if they had tattoos all over their body, I would find it hard. Yeah, that's fine. I um, dated but, a girl that I had that once. But, um... To look like Capaldi... Yeah,
0: she comes to you, she says, look, this, this is what's only... The only thing that's going to make me happy is if I have a tattoo, a full-size tattoo of Peter Capaldi. So, her chest is Peter Capaldi's chest.
1: So everything else... Right also. down to the
0: feet. Even the toes are going to be tattooed to be like Peter Cabaldi. But Cabaldi's she's not toes. going to
1: have no augmentation done. No to augmentation. She's not, not having a like a, getting a, um, so a penchant. No,
0: no, no. She's got a boob. She's got a vagina. It's going well. You've been together four years. And it will make her happy. It would make her really happy. But then at the same token, you've got to be seen with the woman who wanted to look like Peter Cabaldi.
1: How much... How, how long can you support someone like that?
0: That's what I'm asking you. That's so that is the a challenge that I'm putting is, to you. That is,
1: that is a good question, and you that's that is like how can you answer that? Question I mean, you go to a beach. Somebody else.
0: She's wearing a bikini. Capaldi's balls are going to be hanging down.
1: I mean, I like a good joke, but that that's something else. Head to toe tattoo of Capaldi. When she's
0: running, it looks like Peter Capaldi is running naked.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Unless I see it in person, I don't know how to answer that. Because, you know, head to toe, tattoos are awesome. Like I said, you know what I'm like yeah, with tattoos. With, on but there's no
0: gap. Everything from the, the elbows right down to the toes. It's I mean, all Jesus
1: Christ. I'd be like, are you willing to spend this type of money? Are you willing to be ridiculed because it's going to happen? Are you
0: willing to be like, you know... On the plus side, at a Doctor Who convention, she would never pay for a drink. That is absolutely true. And she could probably get on the con circuit, but then we're when you not... say it like that, then when you say it like that, <laughs> we're talking about hypothetical situation, not taking in the true feelings you would have for this this woman at that it, point. That's
1: the that's the thing because.
0: And know, then you got to think, well, how would your parents react if you How would
1: her parents react? You got to deal with her parents. Their parents would be angry at her for doing it. Then they'll be angry at me for letting her do it. And then my parents would be angry at me for doing it. And then, you know, she'll be angry at them and then at me for not protecting her or not having her feelings. Because I'll be like, it's my parents and it's her. It's like, it is a tough situation. I mean, don't get me wrong. As you said, it's a hypothetical. And I've not known anybody who will want to do that. I mean, I know people that will want to get head to toe tattoos done. Because yeah. I'm one of them. Because I love tattoos. But I like mean, right down to the islands but, of but Peter Capaldi's eyelids. Peter Capaldi at his age now...
0: All right, what? what if no she disrespect was like, to
1: the because I love to do death, but
0: what if she was like, I want to be like Peacaps, not as the doctor, but how he was in the Vicar of Dibley, like ninety, circa ninety six, Peter Cavalli.
1: Still though, it's like he's got a, he's, he's got a very distinct face. He's yeah. got a high cheekbones and red gaunt. Face. I watched
0: the the Mister Bean movie recently. He's in that. He? He's in like one scene. He doesn't even say anything. He's literally, you know, when the the art gallery are deciding who they're going to send to America. Yeah. He's one of those guys.
1: Oh, okay. It's like, uh, you know, hypothetically, whatever makes her happy, I will be happy with. But it's like, at the same time, you're always going to have that niggle. Like, is this yeah. the best choice that I've I mean, had when I've you're
0: going imagined? down, on a, your face is going to be next to Capaldi's balls.
1: I mean, it's not going to be Capaldi's balls. It's going to be a tattoo. But, you know, if it's like, if, he's, if he goes to a tattooist, that's... <laughs> At, at, on his game or on her game and it's proper detailed and it looks just like Capaldi's oh it's all 3D goodness. it's all like, like oh 3D. damn I don't know what I'll do because she'll be like I'll go be going down on her and she'll be like Where wear these glasses wear these glasses I want you to wear these glasses when you're going down on me
0: so you can see the movement of Capaldi's <laughs> balls what about? kiss <laughs> my sweaty balls she wants you to dress up like Capaldi's wife.
1: Yeah, don't no, mind a bit of role-play, you know, but dressing up as the, doctor, as the wife of PCAPs and and, and, and going down on, um, on on technically PCAPs and watching them cock-a-ball swing with 3D glasses on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know what they say? Each doctor has the penis length to correspond with their number. Oh, so David Tennant was ten inches. Yeah, Smith eleven. I mean, that puts a whole new meaning on the phrase 12th oh, night." Oh
1: my god, that's like half. That dude, that's like halfway down the thigh, bro. Things moving around, twitching, nah, bro. Oh, but how does that oh, translate what to? The, what's the worst thing? Jodie he... Whittaker. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't even think about that. And poor Hartmore Hmm.
0: Mm. Mm. That's true. That is absolutely true. And we wonder why the BBC don't send us preview clips of Doctor Who. they are like
1: yeah, send us a clip. Let's look. Let's look, let's let's listen to their latest. Their latest thing. No.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna call this episode Capaldi's balls. That's brilliant. Oh my god.
1: To be honest, to answer that question, I would do whatever makes her happy, but in sex stops. <laughs> because I could not be next to Capaldi's. Because one, if that's halfway down her leg, that's making me look small, and I'll be like, kind of jealous.
0: And you're a well-intelled man.
1: And two, yeah, exactly. But if he's more willing down than I am, then damn, stay damn. What if she doesn't? What if she doesn't um shave her, her that part where the balls are, and it's moving around? Well, wow, three D and that, that's game over. That I know what. That's where I have to draw the line. Actually, I should have drawn the line a long time, a lot, a lot earlier into this conversation, but. But I was thinking about it. Me at any hole's a goal. And we all know I'm a weirdo, but even for me, I'm like, you know, if this is my luck and this is what happens, I'm, I swear I'm coming for you.
0: <laughs> all right, so we're going to have a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Dog Soldiers. UA- Soldiers. Soldiers. so do you remember when you first saw dog soldiers
1: yes okay yes I do
0: that's rare I
1: know but it's a very it's a rarity that is a TV it's a film that I like so much because of the just one liners is the okay. one line when did
0: you first see this
1: oh this is when it first came out okay so yeah, it was like literally when it first came out yeah. I think 2002 2001 mm. so where, 2002 where, yeah so I would have been 20 yeah when that came out. i was 20 as well
0: yeah so i was actually working at warner brothers cinemas at a time and a mutual friend of ours went off to manage another branch of that cinema oh yeah and they had the press screening for dog soldiers now i'm trying in... to remember
1: did we go did i go to see the cinema now that's the one thing i can't <clears> remember if i thought waiting for it to come out on the tv or i thought in a cinema
0: because grants and croydon had the press screening oh, yeah and i went i would never been to a press screening before obviously uh, and I thought, oh, yeah, there's going to be trailers and blah, blah, blah. So I turned up. I was late. Obviously, at a press screen, I noticed now they don't show trailers yeah, well or anything like that. So I was five minutes late. I missed the whole part about the dog yeah. and the helicopters in the beginning. I didn't know why they were in the woods or well anything Yeah, I was Five minutes late for it. But it's great. All I knew about the film before I saw it was I'd seen a poster that just read Dog Soldiers. Dog Soldiers yeah and I loved it it just blew my mind it's one of the great horror movies it kind of reminds me of Alien or Aliens yeah where it's just they take the time to build the world first yeah and they stick to the golden rule of what you don't see is scarier than what you see yeah there's like the minute where that couple in the tent oh and the the guy in that tent is Neil Marshall the director oh is it writer, yeah uh, so it's really great uh, yeah. like the way you, the woman just gets dragged out of the tent And you don't see the werewolves. I think it's like about an hour in before you actually see your first proper glimpse of the werewolves. And it's just amazing. It's full of British stars that you look at them and, oh, it's that guy from that thing. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yeah,
0: like, you just kind of, like, that the woman who's in it, Megan, we recognise her from, like, Holby City and stuff.
1: Yeah, I was like, bloody hell. I was like, oh, I'm feeling so nostalgic. And I was like, oh, I wonder what this this person's done. I wonder what that person's done. And it's like ah oh, yeah okay I'm actually enjoying this. And then as soon as it started playing, it's just this like it's like it's like I had seen it only yesterday. Yeah yeah. All of the quotes, all of the acting, everything. We well, like were saying
0: acting. this just before we start recording that it's rare to find a film. Well, obviously you see a film and you, it stays with you and you remember it. You remember key scenes and blah. Mm-hmm. But it's rare that you cannot watch a film for what like fifteen years now. Yeah. And watch it again and you remember every line every scene yeah every bit that comes out and I just love the little nods to like classic movies in here there's even a matrix reference oh my where God. Sean Pertwee says there is no spoon yeah and it's a great I'm just gonna gush about this film because it's so it's, good it's
1: a cult classic and I I enjoyed the film when Martin said did you want <coughs> to watch this film and review it I was like
0: why not yeah it's been a while since i've watched it so for those who don't know dog soldiers focuses on a group of army people or just the army cool. soldiers. they're involved <laughs> yeah they're involved in um some, a training exercise yes. where they believe they are and then they come into contact with some werewolves and You can pretty much make up the rest of the story from there. Yeah,
1: it hits the fan quite Yeah,
0: and this was the first film that introduced me to Sean Pertwee. I'd never seen him in anything before. That's true. had no idea about his lineage. Didn't know his dad was Doctor Who. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: uh, It introduced me to uh, quite a few people. And I was like, oh, it's, 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 it's pretty funny. It's actually funny. It's just what got me with the film is... The lines is the script, it was very well done. It was the, the some of the stupid things that they say to each other is amazing. Yeah, it's like I, uh, it's very well thought it, it reminds me in a way of um, attack the block, mm. attack the block, that's very reminds, much so. Yeah, it reminds me of it's That's like old, the old, old English slang of the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, I miss that time where you get to talk, you just hear people just talking stupid, like. 24, not 24 hour pipe people. Um, what's the other one with? Um, uh, You know, when it comes to me, I will I'll, I'll say Big it. Boobs 4? Big Boobs 4?
0: Yeah. Did you just say Big Boobs 4? Yeah, was that the film? No, okay. never even heard of it. Alright. What the hell? Some would say it's not as good <clears throat> as the original Big Boobs. But I say Big Boobs 4 regains the artistic integrity that's not been seen as big boobs too.
1: Yeah, okay, stop bullshitting everybody in mind. Um, so, yeah, um, if, uh, but yeah, no, the, oh, it's just the, the, the slang of the old... If, of the, I know you what mean. you it's, mean. No. Yeah, Sorry, it's just very real well for us. This
0: is the day before social media, before smartphones, where yeah. to go on the internet, you had to go to your home computer to switch it on. I miss those days. I tweeted the other day that I think technology should have stopped around
1: 1998.
0: Uh, no. Come, We had enough stuff. Mm, Cured enough diseases, cars were all right. No. No.
1: What are you, are you in your 80s?
0: (laughs) Dude, you're 35. Oh, I need to make an apology. Um, (laughs) As was pointed out to me by Tim Drury, on the last episode I said that Sylvester McCoy was in his 80s. He's actually 73.
1: And I'm happy that you were corrected, Martin. Because he's not in his 80s, he's only 73. Yeah. I thought you knew this already, Martin. <laughs> Why wasn't you not made Basically, aware?
0: if I don't know the age of an old person, I always just say with authority, you know, he's in his 80s. You're with authority, yeah, like you know
1: everything.
0: Yeah, he's in his 80s. Like My granddad, I don't know how old my granddad is, but, you know, he's in his 80s. Yeah. So
1: anyway, you know,
0: going back to Dog Soldiers, Cooper was originally intended to be played by Jason Statham. Was he? Yeah, but he dropped out to do John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. Oh. Which nobody has seen, (laughs) nobody has heard of. And it's just faded into obscurity.
1: Yeah, even I forgot about that.
0: (sighs) So Simon Pegg was originally offered the part of Spoon.
1: And why didn't he do it?
0: He didn't do it because Edgar Wright said, because this time they were writing Shaun of the Dead. Oh, okay. And Edgar Wright said, well, I think it'd be better if your first horror movie was Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. So, yeah, he he pulled out of it.
1: Ah, but it was still good, though. Yeah, it's it's still amazing. Good, right? I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed
0: it with the cast. It's witty. It feels realistic. They feel like a real team. Yeah, they've known yeah. each other for years, and
1: it's just like how angry people are getting that people are dying, and it's just like
0: And it? the things you care for every character that dies.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. It's like like uh, they
0: endear themselves to you. This is great, and I'm shocked there hasn't been a dog soldiers too.
1: Uh, I was actually going to say that to you. Or a TV series. This would be an
0: amazing TV series.
1: We'd only be able to survive one series.
0: Well, you could go into the lore. You could go into more about how Ryan knew the people and how he was involved in that. You could go more into Megan's backstory and the family's backstory. Mm, True. It would be a great TV series. Neil Marshall's writing and directing is just so on point.
1: What else has he done?
0: Yeah, he's done, like, Game of Thrones. He's doing the new Hellboy movie that's coming up. Ah. So he is a prolific director. He did The Descent. Okay. He did Doomsday. Centurion, a few episodes of Westworld. Hannibal, Constantine. Like, he's been around.
1: Oh, he's done a few. That's, yeah. that's cool.
0: I guess this is probably his most cult Yeah, cult, yeah. is going to
1: be one of his most...
0: And it made... You know, five million at the box office, yeah, but which for much a small we, budget, much cost? I couldn't find any information about that.
1: It must have not cost that much. Not as much.
0: Is that somebody coming the us with a chainsaw?
1: I know, it's like, oh, no, no, please don't hurt us.
0: So we're talking too much about something. Yeah, and uh, Sean Pertwee's character is named after HG Wells. His last name is Wells, and in the script he's called Harry. But he never mentioned his name. And there's a great moment where he gives Spoon his watch. And Spoon says, well, how will you know the time? He says, I'll just count, won't I? Because H.G. Wells wrote the time machine. And in this movie, H.G. Wells was a time machine because he was counting what the time was. Oh, yeah. So there's nice little references like that and throwbacks to like classic horror movies. When Megan's playing the piano, she's playing the score from an old horror movie that featured werewolves. And, yeah, it's just... Such a great, I'm just gonna gush about this and use Expletives. Big fan, and,
1: big fan of it, I know. I seen, It's like I saw it once and then it's like you said, it, it stimulated me. me with me for for so long. And it's like when you said, Did you want to watch? I was like, Yep, of course. Because usually when you tell me to review something, I take forever to do it. Mm. But this thing I was more than happy to do.
0: And you know, Sean Pertwee was really drunk in that scene. Which one? Where he's like, Hit me, Cooper, hit me. He was really drunk. They wanted it to be authentic. So he spent like three hours just drinking whiskey. Oh my god! And Kevin McKidd threw obviously a stage punch, yeah. but misjudged it and it actually hit him the first time. Oh my god! So when he jumps and goes, "Hit me, you pussy!" that was actually because he just because of the whiskey, he just didn't feel the punch.
1: <laughs> hit me again. <laughs> so that was ad lib. Oh, that was brilliant. That was really and good. It's just
0: such a great moment. CGI was used very little in this because Neil Marshall felt. In the early 2000s, CGI had become like a crutch for films. Yeah, and yeah, so they well, use look the at miniature CGI work. Now. Jesus Christ! Yeah. I mean, obviously they use little bits to like make the explosion look bigger, etc. Yeah, cetera. of course. But like when the house blows up, that's a model shot. Yeah. And if you haven't seen Dog Soldiers, I really recommend it. I don't know how much we can really go into depth on this because I just love it. It was set in the
1: wall in the in the in the else oh, saying the walls, It will set in the forest. Yeah. It was based on lycanthropes. Some army people got deceived by some special ops people. I don't know what else to talk about.
0: All right, so now we thought we'd come back and talk about another hypothetical scenario involving Doctor Who. So, Gerard, you know there are all those missing episodes from the 60s? Mm, Yes. So you're walking through the woods. Yes. You find a big trunk. You open it up, and there's all these missing episodes of Doctor Who, clearly labelled you know what they are you know what they're worth you know exactly who you can ship them to yeah but in that case is a severed head and a piece of paper with don't written on it in blood what do you do i'm still
1: taking the DVDs. <laughs> i'm i mean the dvd the tapes i'm going to be rich <laughs> i'll just buy a big house with a whole load of uh, security security. security and security guards
0: all right yeah i think i'll do the same
1: Of course, I'll check out the area beforehand, see if there's any cameras or anybody watching. Yeah. You know, start moving the trunk a little bit, see if anybody makes any noises, you know, see anything. But if I see a severed head, I want to have a little bit of a throw-up first, you know, then go in. I think, yeah.
0: Did I ever tell you about the time I caused a major security alert at the Dutch embassy? Continue. (laughs) Okay, I was 17 and my dad's mate had just launched his own carpet fitting business. But basically, he had no staff. He had nobody. And he'd just got this huge contract to go and do the penthouse above the Dutch embassy to like completely laminate floor the whole thing. You've seen how I'm with laminate flooring because I helped you do your room. Yeah. So that's how I got the training. So basically, he's like talking to the owner of the penthouse about the cost and blah, blah, blah. And I'm bringing all the wood up and down. And then the owner says to me, you can go and have a look around if you like. So I'm like yeah so I'm walking around this penthouse fucking huge. I've never been in a building this big in my entire life. I go through a door, I can't get back through the door. So I go down the stairwell and this is this is the day pre-mobiles like not everyone had a mobile phone, so I clearly didn't have one. I walk down the stairwell, I come out, I'm outside and I'm like I'm just going to have to wait for Dean to come back to the van to find to find me there. And I'm there for about an hour. I'm looking through the window at the clock in the van. And um, they're probably wondering where I am. So I decide to go back up and try and bang on the door. As I go back up, I don't realise this other guy has followed me up. Who's completely unconnected to anything that's going on that day. And then eventually, they came and found me in the stairwell. Because I triggered a silent alarm. Armed police, everything turned up. Because I, when I'd gone through that door, i would go, like gone through the panic room. But I still got paid 50 quid for that day.
1: Yeah, you know, it's always a happy ending. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder why I still talk to you. I and on that
0: much. note, I say that about wraps it up for this episode. If you have enjoyed it, then please check out our back catalogue. Go back and subscribe. I'm not going to make any promises that these are going to be more frequent. because They're not going to be more frequent. We it's just, just like, do them as and when we can. This is
1: like some impromptu, uh, we have not seen each other in a long time. We decided that we were going to catch up type thing. This is most probably what it's going to be for what little one till we get our like, thumbs out of our asses. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so yeah bye love you peace